Greetings. Greetings to such a beautiful evening. I always say beautiful because you know what? The day starts off so crazy sometimes you just got to just say, you know what? It was worse, but it got better. And it does get better. It gets better because we are... uh, We are a strong society. We are strong people. We are blessed people. Sometimes we just don't realize how good we got it. We have it so good, we don't even realize how good we got it. And it's sad. It's the way of our lives. And every day we're just going to keep working harder and harder. But I know one of the biggest problems now is listening. Listening is a real big problem for a lot of people. It's like really, really bad. Listening is, uh, I don't know, I think listening for some people, it's almost like You know, maybe they are like failing or showing weakness. You know, you're showing weakness by listening. Maybe you're showing that you're not grown. You're, you're not, you know, the fact that you have to uh, submit, the fact that you have to listen, the fact that you have to learn. There's really bad... Uh, Effects on these these ways of thinking, and that's why people are losing. You know, I talk about this all the time. Shout out to YM three six. What's up, bro? I talk about this a lot because people are failing. They're not living life to its full potential. They're not, and the reason why they're not living life to its full potential is because they don't listen. It's and I know some people say, well, I listen. Well, case in point, you want what you want, right? You want what you want regardless you got to have it. You work hard. You're going to get what you're going to get no matter what it takes. Okay, that, that, that sounds good. That sounds good if you believe that the things you need are coming to you. Shout out to George. What up, George? It sounds good when the things you need are coming to you. That's the only time that actually works. You know, for the past few days, we've been dealing with this internet uh, explosion. Mr. Kevin Samuels, and um, I've enjoyed every minute of it. I really did. I thought... uh, it was very entertaining. I didn't. I wasn't entertained on YouTube as far as black males for a very long time. Not to disrespect any of my black YouTubers because a lot of the YouTubers are usually non-black. And it's so crazy because, you know, I enjoyed these videos. And it wasn't even a lot of videos I've seen because, like I told you, I don't like to watch too many videos of other 
YouTubers. Shout out to Misha L. What up, Misha? Shout out to Big Worm. I don't like to entertain other uh, YouTubers as much because I'm impressionable. I don't want to listen too much because my content is very original. I've been doing this for a long time, and I talk about my experiences, and I don't want to talk about another YouTuber's experience other than it was a uh, Funny. You know, as far as uh, Mr. Samuels, I enjoyed it. I think what I've enjoyed the most is that I really believe that we don't have enough men speaking up. It, it's it's like we have, we have a lot of men yelling and, you know, they, they can't have a sentence or a dialogue without putting down our women and putting down our men. And I do it sometimes. I'll be like, oh, you bum ass nigga. And niggas ain't shit and filthy, dirty fucks. And I say all those mean things sometimes. But I also realize that I'm not getting any better by just putting down the next man. And every now and then I do. And the reason why I've been laying low from this, uh, I would say uh, this rhetoric is because in the past for a couple of days, but, but but I believe that we're in such a bad space as people that it took one man for people to say, "Wow, he told her like it was." And it wasn't necessarily, not only did he tell like it was, he he didn't raise his voice. And he was serious. And he took control of the situation. A lot of men have lost control now. Men have become very weak. Women have become stronger because of so many men that were weak and pulled them down. And everybody's angry and. You talk to people, they'd be like, God bless, and then talk some hater stuff, or they say some hater stuff, and then they said, God bless you. It's like, no, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, don't You know what I mean? Do me a favor. Don't tell me God bless, and you're just talking crazy. The problem is we're not speaking up, and the more and more we're not speaking up, people are allowing the demons in. You know, if you don't want to go on a date tonight or you did this evening, you just didn't want to go, you have to say to yourself, you know what? I don't want to fuck with that. And then say, listen, we, we got to do this another time. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you could do things against your will and you just don't feel happy about it. You know, you'll, you'll end up being more of the, how do I say, uh, you end up being you become kind of a a slave to just doing things that you really don't want to do. You really don't want to do it. Do you? You really don't want to do that. You really don't. 
So the fact that you really don't want to do it, and then you do it anyway, what is the point? <laughs> Having fun with these little uh, sound effects. So it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? Um, we tend to put ourselves in a position of not allowing our needs. We want what we want. And you know what? I think some people think that's a good thing. You know, like, I'm going to get what I get because I want what I want. No, you're not going to get what you because you want what you want. It's, it's, it's just not, that's just not the reality. That's just not going to happen. And then when it does happen, notice how you're not even happy. Because you're really not happy. Because you don't need it. Now, I admit, there's some things in our lives, shout out to Liberty Life, there's some things in our lives that we deserve and feel entitled to. But I talk about this all the time. It's like, are you hungry for food? Or are you hungry because you want a hamburger? You need food, but do you want to eat fast food? You know what I'm saying? You don't need fast food, but you need to eat. So if you're hungry and there's nowhere to go, nowhere to run, then clearly you got to eat some fast food. You got to eat some fast food because there's nowhere else, right? But if you have choices and you got like Wendy's across the street and you got Burger King and you got McDonald's and then you got a place that makes some wraps and fresh salad or Whatever, whatever's in your neighborhood, you know what I'm talking about. You need to eat, but you want to satisfy yourself at the same time. And again, we 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 all tend to do that. But you ever notice like the more and more you want, you're never really happy. But the more and more you allow your needs to come in, and of course you gotta be humble to allow this, then things get better in your life. It's almost like we all need prayer, right? Which is a fact, right? We all need to embrace our spirituality. We all need to humble ourselves. We need to do that. But we don't want to do it. Or we want to do something else. You want the man you want, ladies, or you want the woman you want, fellas, and you want it. And it's frustrating because now some of you guys get it, and then you get bored, and you're like, ah. In the process of you wanting your want, that woman is wanted by so many men that she only deals with the men that just want her and can get her. Then the one that she really needs, she never gets the man that she really needs. Never. Because she's so blinded by the man that wants her. So sometimes you could be wanted rather than needed. You know, if a woman wants you, that's one thing. I know guys are like, oh, it doesn't matter either way. No, it does matter. That shit matters, my brother. Because if she wants you, right, 
rather than she needs you. Now you may take it as well. She needs me to pay a bill. And all. No, I don't think, see, that's, that's the bullshit. That's what a lot of the bullshit with a lot of people is because a need is better than a want. You can't have everything you want, but you, you're going to need everything you need. You're going to need it. It's essential. And that's what happened in this, this thing that happened after 9-11. It changed things. Hold on one second. You see, so what I've learned is shout out to Rob Carpenter. I've learned that people that want everything, they're never really happy people. It's like, it's just fake. Because all they do is want, want, want. And then when they get it, they never appreciate it. Because I know I'm like that. There's some shit I just be wanting and I get it. I'm like, eh. It wasn't no big deal. Every now and then you you treat yourself. I feel that like a want is like something that you should look at as the same thing in life when you 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 do things when it comes to uh, taking proportions, you know, moderation. So you every now and then you may want something. Hey, moderation's good. You may want some donuts, but you just can't. You don't need it, but you want. It. Okay, cool. You don't eat donuts often, so maybe. You grab the one or two, no big deal. It's not going to do nothing. Body needs like two, 3,000 calories a day. You probably got like 300 in those two donuts, whatever. But then you abuse that one, and then you become fatter than a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the thing with the wants. You start over wanting. Not overthinking, over wanting these things. You wanting things that you don't need. That's why a whole bunch of us just got a whole bunch of shit from Amazon because it was shit that we just wanted. We didn't need it. You need soaps. You need toilet paper. You need napkins. You need, you know, dishwashing liquid. You need, you know what I mean? You need food. You need water, like but you may want juice. You may want ice cream. You know what I mean? So like, 
When you let those wants overpower your needs, that's where you fail. And some of y'all in your minds are think, you know, I want this. You know, I have four or five cars. I don't need it. I wanted it. They're collectible, some of them, you know what I mean? But I wanted it. I don't need it. You can only drive one car at a time. So the more and more I have, the more I want. Now I want another one. Right now, right now, I want a Range Rover. Right now. I want a Range Rover. Of course, a late model. What other way would you do it? But that's what I want. I don't need it. So now I go sign a contract, go get this thing, and then I take a risk of, is this want going to make my life better? Because sometimes you can have some wants that make your life better. Sometimes that need kind of battles, you know, it battles with that want a lot. So that that want will say, I need it. Next thing you know, this thing is bringing in some good things into your life. I don't know. Opportunities are opening up because you're driving this truck. Then that want turns in, hey, I needed that. It turns out as that want was a success. Why? Not only did it make me happy, but I needed that in my life. So now it became a necessity. Now it's an asset. Welcome. But then when you get it and you keep it for two, three years because you leased it, for example, and you're like, you know what? When I bought this shit, it was like, eh. After a few days, it just became a regular car because you didn't need it. You didn't need it. It's like we tell ourselves that we need things and not all the time it really works. It's, you're not going to know your needs until they come. Because that's what a need is. A need is to make you feel undecided. It's like you see, you go window shopping and you're looking through Amazon or you're looking through the internet and everything you want, want, want. You want this, you want that. Then you just went through a whole day of just wanting. That's why I used to tell men, why watch porn? You're going to watch all this pornographic film and you're going to want everything. You're not going to look at your wife that you need because you got a good wife, good woman. But now you want this slut that you watch because, you know, she turns you on. And that's what you tune to yourself. And next thing you know, you actually get it. That's why they used to always tell you, you know, be careful what you ask for. You may just get it. Ask God to fulfill your needs. When you ask God to give you strength and he knows you're hurting, he gives you strength. Because you're asking, you're acknowledging that I need you to give me strength because I'm weak. Rather than, nah, I don't need that. I'll just keep buying a whole bunch of materialistic shit. Shout out to old associate minister and resident reserve deacon, Mr. Terry Jones. You know, I haven't seen you in a while, man. How you doing? Associate minister and reserve deacon, Mr. Terry Jones says, I need a woman that understands the eight rooms of life. That's pretty cool. Eight rooms of life. Shout out to dog clips. Explain the eight rooms of life. The host at the best took the restroom break. Okay, you got to give a little bit more on that, brother. So associate minister says, the fantasy of a thing you can sometimes be better than me than reality. Be careful what you wish for. You may just get it. See, I just said that. Amen. 
you know, that's, that's a struggle. Because sometimes you can struggle with things that you don't need, but the body needs it. Now think of a person that's addicted to alcohol or drugs or, and, you know, they're like a hardcore alcoholic and, you know, now they stop and he, the body goes into these convulsions, flips out. The body actually needs it. So now they got to get a supplement that could level the body out. You ever see like a dope fiend or somebody that's like a, you know, H head or whatever, heroin. And then when they put them in a rehab and their body goes through all these things and they go through these, like the body just goes nuts because now the body adjusts, the body adjusts. And now the body feels that it needs it. That's the same way with a woman, right? That dates a man because she's dating men that may be, uh, you know, high level dudes. You know, dudes is doing anything to get money, and all she thinking is, yo, I need, I need like a dude that got some money. I need niggas that got the nice car on the above, and she just keeps fucking these dudes over and over again and getting nothing. Because all alone, she just needed a good man. That's all she needed. But she wanted it. Now it became such a thing where the body adjusted to just materialistic type of men. And she became a materialistic girl because of it. Now she's addicted to the lifestyle. You heard it before. And once you become addicted to the lifestyle... Now you need it. Any want that takes your mind over, it becomes a need. If you are obsessed or addicted to pornographic film and masturbating to it, what's going to end up happening is you're going to get addicted. Once you get addicted, it's going to be hard to stop because now you need to do it because your body adjusted that, hey, 10 o'clock every morning and every 10 p.m. at night, you do this every single day. So now the want took over the need. The want took over the need. And see, when the want takes over that need, the need gets put under a rug because now it becomes a want that is needed. It's a sickness if you see a dope fiend shaking and bodies going to all the rejections of normality. Only where it's like, hey, this person takes another shot, it'll calm him down. But now he's addicted to it. And now we have to reprogram his whole body. It's like a phone where you bring the phone in and they're like, yo, this phone is damaged. You know what I mean? It has computer issues. We have to reboot this whole shit over. Well, that's what your mind is. Your mind is a computer. You see, what ends up happening is, is that that's why so many people aren't happy around you. Ever notice that? You look to the left of you, people are angry. Then you look to the right of you, people are sad. You know, I remember when this election was going on, I seen people that were so angry. I said, you know what's so funny? How do you get to a point where one man 
that you never met, that clearly is not happy himself, clearly is miserable. And now you become miserable because this man is preaching misery. And you call yourself happy. Well, you're so miserable now, you need a fan base. You need a leader. You need a, a, a negative mentor, so to speak. And this this person becomes this negative impact on you to the point where you know the person represents hatred, racism, everything negative, and you still are so blinded because you you actually need him because you're addicted now to this hatred in your life. You've become a hater. You become a racist. You become the lowest level of a human being. No love in your heart. You're just all fucked up. Slave to your job. You're retired. You're still not fucking happy. You needed the retirement, but whatever. You allowed all that want, that foolishness, watching the television, which the body doesn't need that. But you watch Fox News every day and you allow that to take your mind over. And now you become a professional hater. So anything that represents love, you can't even take in love, which is weird now because you're so you're so deep into this hatred. A person preaching love to you is an enemy to you. You don't even care if your black friends are offended by this person. You're like, fuck him. This guy's great. He's the best thing we had because you're a miserable fucker. You see, misery loves company. And a lot of people didn't understand what that meant. And what it basically means is that when you're in a lone state of just total unhappiness, you need a happy person to lift you up. That's what you need. But then you got this unhappy bastard that comes along. Yeah, how you doing, man? Man, shit's fucked up in my life. Yeah, I know. Life sucks. Yeah, man, we getting old. Yeah, you're right. Man, you know what? Life doesn't even have anything worth living for. Yeah, you're right. At least you understand. Yeah, I understand, man. I've been there. And you may even think like, yo, the dude's connected with you. He's like, yo, if it's not one thing, it's another. Every time you take one step ahead, somebody pulls you back. So now you're like, man, I really had a good time talking to you, man, because he fueled your, your want. You technically, you wanted that. And that want, you need it. You actually needed a friend to join you because you're so lonely with this bitterness. You have everything. You have kids. Your health is pretty good. You got a wife. You got the white people. You got all the shit you should be happy with. But you're not because you became a hater. So now the person comes along and say, man, yo, you got to keep your head up. Go to church. Oh, man, I'm not going to church. What's church going to do for me? What's praying going to do? I ain't going to change nothing. I just talked to that about my boy across the street. Who? that dude right there. He comes back across. Yeah, man. How you doing? Yeah, man. What's going on, brother? You telling me? Yeah, man. We're just saying life sucks. It's always gloomy. Everything is this way, that way. Life just sucks. 
And then the happy guy is like, hmm, I know what these men need. He's the only one that knows. See, the haters, they don't even realize because they think like they, they got buddies, Natty. Two fucking haters. They're going to start drinking together. They're probably even going to smoke crack and sniff coke together because now they have company. This miserable state was really hard for one of them, and they found friends. So the goody two-shoe guy comes along, and they're like, man, fuck this dude. Man, nobody want to hear all that preachy stuff. The world's coming to an end. Fuck him. And they leave. They go off. The good guy's like, well, you know, listen, he has a, he, he has a, a commitment in life. See, he can't give up. That's the secret. That's his secret weapon. He can't give up. No matter what, he can't give up. The haters have gotten to where he can't go. So his job on this earth is he has a job to do. He's an angel. That's what an angel does. So now the two hated dudes are like, man, fuck this. And then they become friends and they smoke and crack together, drinking, whatever they doing. Just a whole bunch of bad habits, eating fucked up. You know, he brings up two, three dozens of donuts, sodas, just everything. They just enjoying themselves. But then the next morning, they're like, damn. That down is a bitch. Because it was fun last night. But he's like, man, I feel fucking hard. Boy calls you, yeah, man. Yo, you want me to come over? Nah, man, I'm broke now. I'm fucked up, man. I'm trying to get things together. This shit really sucks, bro. Like, it's raining outside. I feel like shit. Got a hangover from all the sweets you gave me. Whatever. Now they need somebody to lift them up. So the angel, he could get on the bullshit that they did, but he's not because he knows his place in this world. He knows that he is an asset. And he knows that coming into a house of haters is going to be rough. But he has a job to do because he knows they need him. So they get to their breaking point. Now the people's fucked up. Dude's about to live his, lose his house. So now, dude's about to lose his house. A few months later, he goes to his hated boy. Yo, man, can you help me out? Fuck, I'm about to lose my house. They're trying to take my shit. Haven't paid the mortgage in months. That dude's like, man, shit. Man, fuck that. Let him take it. Fuck. You're like, what? I, I need a I need a roof over my head. Oh man, fuck it, man. You know. What are we gonna do? I can't help you. I don't have any fucking money. Now that stress of becoming a, a mode of happiness, misery loves company. Now the misery turns into a thought, like, oh shit. Cause now that miserable person needs his home. He's about to be homeless. He needs a place to live. So now he realizes that this misery with this one fucking shithole is not what he needs. So then the angel comes along, sees him stressing. He's on his porch all fucked up. The guy's like, hey man, what are you doing? Normally, he's like, oh, fuck this dude. So guys always come in with all this positive shit. I don't want to hear nothing, but he's desperate. So he says, man, it's been rough. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, the guy's like, yeah, you told me that shit months ago. What's up? What's, what's, talk to me. He's like, man, I'm not going to lie, man. 
I need a place to live. I'm about to lose my fucking home, man. I don't have enough money to move the furniture out. I don't know what I'm going to tell my wife and kids. You know, I don't know what to do. But what happened to your boy? Nah, man, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. Oh, he's a piece of shit now. Yo, yeah, I need, I realized that because I needed a roof over my head. He can't help me. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What do I do? The angel says, listen, man, don't you worry about a thing, man. I got the perfect thing for you. I'm going to put you on to my pastor. Just go visit him. Take your hat off. Don't come in here cursing, being disrespectful. Come in here and talk to the man. Listen, he's going to put you on to the situation. Gonna get you some shelter. The man's scared because he's like, wow, he's so used to giving up and feeling like garbage. He's like, this can't be true. Nah, it's true. I'm saying just go to this address. Matter of fact, it's not going to cost you nothing. Just walk over there. Just the address. Goes over there. Talks to the pastor. Gives him his testimony. The pastor said, my friend, today's your lucky day. God's been watching you. Who sent, who sent you over here? Well, uh, Peter, such and so. Oh, yeah, really, he did. Okay. You better tell him he's a blessing. He just saved your whole life. I'm going to be able to take care of you. And we're going to get you some assistance. The man is in tears. He's in tears. He's like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe this happened to me. I was feeling down. I was at the very bottom, the bottom, the bottom. I was at the bottom. And just when I got to the bottom and I was about to really let it all go. Well, I let it go. When I got to the bottom. I didn't like that feeling. I was like, whoa, hold on. I need a place to live. And just when I allowed that need to come in, it came in. You see, a lot of us don't realize that. The want is the work of the devil. The want is the work of the devil. What your need is, 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 the, is the work of God. You need good leaders. You need good friends. You need HTO. You need air. You need good health. You need a car because your job is too far to walk to and there's no bus that gets there. You understand what I'm saying? See, the difference is about this gentleman that became such a hater. His eyes got open because when he needed shelter, his company couldn't do shit because the company had nothing to give. It was all good and then when Misery had that company, but when Misery fell to the bottom, the need pulled you up. The work of the devil is your want. You want that big fat ass on that woman. 
Now, man, I got to have that. I got to. Then you go hit it. You're like, eh, how was that? It was all right. But what happened yesterday? You had to have it and you was going to do all this shit. You wanted to take it, this, that, and the third. Now you don't even want to fucking be bothered with them. You don't need her. Lust is the work of the devil. That's why I tell people when they masturbate, don't watch porn. Because porn is going to give you an unrealistic view. And it's going to enhance your wants to such a degree that you're going to become addicted to porn. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. Think about it. Look, just think about it. Think about everything you wanted. And then you 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 ate that pot, a whole fucking sweet potato. You wanted that shit. And it's cool. Every now and then you pick out. Listen, moderation's cool. But now you've been eating this sweet potato pie. You just kept going back to Costco. You getting you bought six of them shits and you ate one every day like it was a plate of fucking spinach. Now you're putting on weight. Doctors telling you adding sugar on to you. You didn't need that. You went overboard. You see, that's the mode of church. Church is supposed to level you out. It's for people that need God in their lives because the devil is in charge of them. You got a wife that's taking all your money and wants all materialistic shit? Well, you let me know how much of a woman that is when she's not fulfilling your needs. You're fulfilling her wants. When people say to you, yeah, you know, I need my needs. I, I, I got to have my needs met. You ever notice a woman like that always stays single? I got to fulfill mine. I got to fulfill my needs. It's not your needs. It's your wants. It's a big difference. You can't, you can't justify or determine your wants to be wants. Oh, excuse me. You can't determine your wants to be a want when you don't need it. It's not a need. I need a man has to do this. He has to fulfill my needs. What are your needs? I need a man to help me out with these bills, or I need to get the fuck out this expensive ass apartment because I'm paying too much for it. Maybe I should give this car back to the leasing company because I don't need it. You know, who needs a good woman? A good man needs a good woman. A bad woman needs a good man. And y'all may say, oh, no, that's not true. She needs a piece of shit. No, no, no. She needs a good man. Everybody needs somebody good. So there won't be any bad. The more wants that we want in life, it will never fulfill our needs. You can't fulfill your needs because you want. See, most time we don't know what a need is. If you tell somebody, hey, I, 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 I want. I want a good relationship. No, you need a good relationship. It's OK to say Yo, I need a good relationship. 
You want some pussy or you need some pussy? What you want? Think about it. You want some pussy. Guess what happens when you want some pussy? You start doing all types of foul shit. Paying for prostitutes. Fucking ex-girlfriends you shouldn't even have been near. Sex without a condom. No face mask. But when you need some pussy, it will be fulfilled. You ever notice that? When you need, you don't be stressing. You're like, yeah, well, when it comes, it comes. And next thing you know, you know what I'm saying? Homegirl call you. Y'all ain't hang out in the whole time and y'all kick it and y'all just been talking. It wasn't even, she ain't even call you to have sex. She just called you, yo, you want to go get a burger? <laughs> let's go get, let's go get some fast food. I fuck it. What, I ain't doing shit. Next thing you know, y'all kicking it, you in the car, having a good time, you laughing. One thing leads to another. Next thing you know, y'all bucket naked in the fucking car. And you're like, oh man, this shit felt good. Ooh. And I'll tell you, when you finish that nut, you're going to be like, God damn. I, boy, I needed that. I needed, lo- I needed some good loving. I needed that. And you're going to appreciate it. But when you step out and you fuck around because you want some pussy, next thing you know, you went and did something with somebody you shouldn't even have been around. You go home like, God, why did I even fucking play myself with this bitch? Like, I played myself. I should have just left that shit alone and went home. And at least I got some pussy. You're not even happy. Like, you got you to tell yourself now because, you know what I'm saying? But the one, when that need, when you allow your needs, it comes to you. It always does. It always works itself out. It always does. It's just sad where we don't realize we're in our own way. You know, I struggle with the things. And but then we let people persuade us. I had this dealer, this car dealer. Motherfucker going to basically give me a deal. I said, the deal's good. But then he had an attitude. Now I told him, man, I got to think about it. And the motherfucker felt like, oh, man, yeah, I, guy's going to bullshit. Well, well, hold the fuck up. Um, are you do you are you having a problem here? Cause let me know. I'll just write a review. I'll dog I'll dog you fucking ass on the review badly. You are not gonna tell me I need some shit that I don't need. This is a want. Clearly, nobody in Range Rover needs to be in a. Anybody walking in a Range Rover dealership is walking in there cause they want it. They don't need no fucking Range Rover. Nobody's taking a Range Rover on a mountain top to Mount Everest and they need the right truck to get on the top because the Jeep Wrangler doesn't do the job. You don't need it. You need a job or you need a million dollars. 
Well, in your debt because you want to live like a millionaire, you're a damn fool. You don't need a fucking million dollars. You need to let go of some of that debt and live simple. Nobody needs millions of dollars. No one. Nobody on this earth needs millions of dollars. There's not a there's not a child that is born in this world that you're going to tell me it's going to cost a million dollars unless a special needs child. Isn't that some shit? Special needs may need that. They may need that type of money for a lifetime to basically support them because of their condition. Their condition. Some dudes, oh man, I gotta have a pretty woman. Man. I gotta have something fine. Yeah, okay. Well, when that pretty woman knows that you wanted her, she's gonna treat you really, 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 really bad. Cause she knows you wanted her. She knows you wanted her. And she's gonna treat you just like that. But if you let that woman say, now nah, you tell that nah, man, fuck that. I don't need no time. I don't need no dime. I don't need no ugly motherfucker, but I don't need no damn fucking dime piece. I'm cool. That's a headache. Fuck that. That woman will be rejected. She'll be like, what? Yeah, but she, listen, I'm, I'm not. You're too much for me. I'm good. I don't need that. I want it. I don't need it. In 20, 30 years, I'm going to realize that. Because now your beauty fades away. And now I'm stuck with a woman that only she had was her beauty 20, 30 years ago. I didn't need that. I needed a woman that had a heart. That had soul. That had love, respect. Integrity, love. I didn't need a woman that had 30 million followers on Instagram. I don't need that. Woman's like, oh, I'm going to get butt surgery. Okay, what, what happened? Did you have cancer in one butt and one butt they took the cheek out? Otherwise, you don't need that. You want it. That's why it looks like shit. There's not a woman out here that got a fake butt. It's not going to grow right. None of them. Because she got she to gotta maintain that fakeness. Because it's fake. The body's going to adjust by growing around this fake ass. <laughs> so it's never going to grow. It's gonna, yeah, the body adjusts, and it does. Scientifically, the body is made to adjust. But if that fat butt is there, that fake butt, it's going to be all non-proportion because it's not supposed to be there. You see, what a want, you don't need it. It's your desire. And desires are bad. A, a desire and passion is not good. If somebody tells you, you know, I passion doing YouTube. That's an obsession. That's not, that's not a good want. I need to do YouTube because my fans rely on me to put in this content. It's a difference. I enjoy doing YouTube because my fans enjoy the content. There's a purpose there. So when you could prove to me that your want became a purpose, then it's different. Again, you could walk into that Range Rover dealership and pop out with the car and it could really, really do some amazing things for your life. It really can. But that will be determined. 
It's not, I mean, it's a want, so it's not a guarantee. That's why them dealers treat you like shit after you buy the car. They went, fuck him. I got my sale. It didn't make him any happy. A real cosman has said, listen, this shit's expensive. Think about it. You know what I meant? I'm here. No big deal. That's the guy that you want to give a sale to. Not a motherfucker to get annoyed because you want to think about it. You want me to spend a thousand motherfucking thousand, over a thousand a month, and you're going to sit there and give me an attitude? Come on, man. That's not even normal. Nobody needs a thousand dollar car, though, unless it became something you needed. Now, you got this nice car, and you're meeting people and all the above. You have to look at your life as a testimony. Your life is a testimony. So if you live your life wanting, you're never going to be happy. Shout out to Kel Shout out to everybody that's leaving a shout out right now. Shout out to all of y'all. I love y'all, man. You know why? Because y'all, and I'm going to take these from the words of Kel Harris. Y'all give me energy because y'all life. I need that. Human beings need life. In order of us to survive, we need people. If you lose one person and another person comes in, in your life, whether you got children or a mom or whoever, that that if they that they give you purpose. Because if you have nobody in this world, there's no purpose in life. There's no purpose in having life. There's no purpose in life. If you're living for people, now there's no people on this earth. Just imagine you wake up in the morning, there's nobody on the earth. You look out the window, no buses coming down, no car. It's just deserted, nothing. Just everything stops. The mansion that you see across the street or around the corner, everybody because everybody's gone. There's not one person on this earth except you. Just imagine that. What is the purpose of life? We live for people. We do. We all do. You know, you look, you get that nice car. You look, you at the stoplight seeing who's watching. You see the guy creeping up. He he don't want to be caught. So he's creeping up slow. And, you you know, you got your tinted windows and they watching your shit pull off and you feel a little happy. Light turns green. You hit the gas and everybody's on your dick. Or oh, you driving a Lamborghini and everybody following you trying to take video. You're like, oh, man, this shit feels good because it's, it's validation. Shout out to Wakanda. It's all validation. We all want to be validated. Want me to give you a better word? Appreciate it. Would you be driving around a Lamborghini right now all around the world if you was the only one out by yourself? That's boring. You're hitting the gas. You're, you're, there's no animals, nothing. Just nothing but a whole bunch of material shit built. What are you living for? What is your purpose? God put us on this world to love each other, to share, 
That's how the world becomes harmonious. But if there's no harmony, then we're all just down. You don't even understand. You ever be like, yo, hold on. How the fuck am I? Hold on. I got this nice crib. I got cars. I got this. Got my health. How the fuck do I feel depressed? You'd be sad and don't even realize it. Like, because everything just loses its novelty. Because you wanted all these things and you got them now and all the novelty wore it off. Nate warned me. It all wears off, man. I used to always tell people when they're car shopping, always think of the day when it's raining or snowing, like three, four days after the snow and it's all shitty and slushy outside. At the end of the day, it's just a car. Yes, we have our desires because we like what we, you know, we like what we like, but there's a price to pay for when you like what you like. Anytime you're hearing, I like what I like, that's basically saying, I like what I don't fucking need. I don't need it. That's why it sounds dumb. I like what I like. What does that mean? I like what I like. I am who I am. That, that's just the most ignorant shit. I do what I do. I be what I be. I go where I go. I need what I need. I need what I need. How about that one? Man, I need what I need. And it's told me I need a drink, nigga. I need to smoke this dust. No, 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 no. I, you know, that's 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 a problem. Because anything that you need is good. It's never bad. Always remember that. If, you, if there's anything that you need in your life that's bad for you, it's because it was a want. I got a boy out there going back and forth to these different Latin countries and he like a lost soul. I'm talking to him on WhatsApp the other day. He just, he just looked lost. This nigga had the audacity to tell me, Paul, no, what's his name? The big drug dealer from Mexico. Forgot his name. But anyway, he wants to go to Colombia and um, he wants to get a wife. He don't care if she's a prostitute. I said, that's what you want? He said, yeah, yeah, I like a red bone woman. I like a light-skinned woman. I said, that's what you want. He didn't even know where I was going with it. He said, yeah, that's what I want. Y'all heard it on the, the, the I heard it on a conversation the other day when I was doing a Kevin Samuels video. I had to do talking for like a half hour at the beginning. Not one time that I talked to this man on the phone, he said, man, I just need a good woman. And once you let God know that, hey, I've I've I put my burdens on to you, God. I'm I'm giving this to you, God. Listen, it's not working. I'm unsuccessful with all these wants. I've been going out to these other countries for the past 10 years chasing these prostitutes. I'm having a good time. I have fun. I'm enjoying the fun. I'm enjoying all this. God, enough is enough. I'm not happy. Please let me know what I need. Show me what I need, God. Please just, I'm, I'm putting my burdens on to you. 
I can't tell Nathaniel this. I can't tell my mama this. I can't tell my boys. I'm putting this on to you. This is between me and you, God. Please, I will stop wanting. But just please give me what I need. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. I want 100,000 subscribers. But what do I need that for? If I could talk to 35 people on a live video and get off this video and feel empowered, apparently, how do I know 100,000 is going to make me any happier? When 35 did the job. I don't need that. I want it. We talk about the murders and all these things and dudes are doing. Yeah, I had to kill that dude. Nah, you, you wanted to kill him. You wanted to kill him. You ain't need to kill him. Nah, nigga disrespected me. He spit in my mother's face. Okay, cool. I got you. I got you. Couldn't you have made him suffer? Couldn't you have hurt him physically? How's he in pain if he's dead? The family that had nothing to do with that, they're in pain now. You killed the man. He, he, he's sleeping. He's, he's alive. His soul is still here. So what did you do? You took his physical body away and you made his family in despair. That's what you did. So you wanted his family to suffer when they didn't do shit. You see, you got to think of the concept of how people think, man. I would have respected it more if you said, man, fuck it, man, you know, I shot that motherfucker in the back and paralyzed him. Okay, well, at least he's suffering. Now he's suffering. But did you think it was, did, did you need to do that? Or you wanted to? I'll ask you that question 10, 20 years later when you see that man in the wheelchair and he's pushing the wheelchair around with his mouth. You ever see those things where they, they, they have to breathe through it? They're so paralyzed, paralyzed from the neck down. I'm not going to live alone like that. No, Pablo Escobar. I'm sorry. So yeah, let me let me go back to that. So basically, my boy said he, he was showing me. He was on a live video with me, and he was showing me some dude that he knew. They went out to Colombia, and they took a picture with Pablo Escobar's daughter. I'm like, okay. You wanted to do that. I wouldn't take no picture with Pablo Escobar's daughter. I don't need to do that. You wanted to. Now, just remember, you post that shit on social media and somebody in fucking damn Texas comes and blows your fucking head off. Just remember, that's what your once got you. You know, you never pay a price for things that you need. It's needed. God doesn't give you your wants. He gives you your needs. You may think, oh, God, thank you for this beautiful mansion. Hey, he ain't had nothing to do with that. That was the devil. You paying that bank back for interest? You paying them high prices? You paying them damn people that built it? That, that's all people that made their own rules. That, that, that got nothing to do with God. You thank God for the shelter over your head when it's 20 degrees outside and you say, wow, 
Just imagine I was living in a cardboard box. Money's cool, but I'm not obsessed with money. I'm not. That's why I have a hard time spending it. Oh, you're cheap. Well, well, you can call it cheap all you want, but I'm not obsessed. I want to know who created this system of this money to have this value to do shit that I feel that we all should have. Division creates despair and hatred. You've seen it happen, blue states, red states, black and white, fat, skinny, ugly, pretty, tall, short. God made all these different things for us to have a character about ourselves. All we did was made it who's better and who's not. I'm better than you. You're not better than me. Nobody's better than you. They may think that. You're not better. You became worse, but you're not better. You know what I mean? A person is worse than worse off. For better or for worse. You understand? You're the better man when you don't become who that person is. But I got nothing to do with you because if you're doing what you do, that's that's mind your fucking business. If you're doing good, you're supposed to uplift the person doing bad. That is the purpose of you. You, 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 oh, you, oh, I get it. You may think you're better. So, man, fuck. That's why I stay to myself. I don't fuck with this one. I stay, I just got positive friends. I don't speak to dirty black motherfuckers in the store asking for money. Okay. Keep it up. I've seen situations where dirty black motherfuckers save niggas' lives from getting killed. I've seen it. I've seen it. Who you think who, who you think that was when they got their lives? That was an angel. You don't believe in that? You okay? You ever have a situation where you almost had a car clash and almost missed that truck because you was fucking with your phone and two seconds you looked up for some reason and see that the truck you just missed it? Who you think that was? The devil that saved you? Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay, you keep thinking that. Keep it up. Keep walking this world like you're the only one out here. I'm better. I got to where I need to be, so fuck these bums around my way. I ain't giving shit back to my community. Okay. Same people you see going up is the same ones you see coming down. Anything can happen. Federal, listen, always remember, the federal government makes up their own rules. Okay? So that means a federal FBI agent could just pop up on your house and say, listen, did you ever watch a Rowdy, rowdy, or, or or 50 Cent? Yeah. Okay. You watch the show Power? Yeah. Okay, well, do, do you know Power is produced by 50 Cent? Yeah, okay, so you know him. Oh, yeah, I know 50. Okay, you're going to jail. That's conspiracy. Did you know that? Did you know a motherfucker could go to jail for knowing somebody? Did you take a picture with 50? Yeah. 50 the rapper. You, you, why did you take a picture with him? Well, I knew he's a celebrity. I wanted to take a picture with him. Okay, well, you're going to jail. What? Yeah. You conspired to know 50, and 50 killed about 100 people. For example. Do you understand? The concept here is 
Anything could happen. You could lose your freedom. You could lose your life just as quick as your freedom. And we don't know losing your life. We don't we we don't know if that's eternity, if that's the greatest thing in the world, because we don't know that side of the world, because we don't know nobody had been on that side and came back. So all we know is this earth that we're living on. So that's why when you lose people, it they never hurt. Some people don't want to, you know, most people don't want to die, but we don't know where they're at on the other side of the wall. But I do know the ones that they left behind, they fucked because they hurt. Some people are left financially in bad and ruined, all types of stuff. We take that for granted. We just don't know what's going to happen at the next moment. Right, Chico, Rico Laws, anything, a person. Listen, let me tell you something. I remember years ago, right? I bought my, this is like my first car, like a 92. I bought a brand new, well, not brand new, but it was used like a year old maximum, right? I went to this dealership in Queens. My uncle, you know, I was a little young, too young to do this shit or whatever. My credit wasn't strong enough, but my uncle put the car in his name. He knew I was responsible. I paid the payment, did what I did. Shout out to my Uncle JC. God bless his soul. Love that man. Mother's brother. Anyway, I remember one time I get this call, man, from the auto crime unit. New York, New York, New York detectives. I said, what? They're looking for me because I purchased a car. Now, mind, this shit was bank owned. I was paying a car. I remember I was paying a car to this shit. It was three twenty five eighty four. I would never forget that payment. So three twenty five eighty four, early nineties. That shit's equivalent now to about eh, six hundred. Five, six hundred. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, three twenty-five eighty four. That was my payment. They told me that the place that I bought cars from had stolen cars with bad VIN numbers, and I gotta bring my car in. I'm like, what the fuck the fuck I gotta do with that? I bought a car from a dealer. I'm a hardworking man. I work downtown at a Wall Street firm. I was chilling. Why would the car be illegal if the bank did the loan? They was like, if this car is stolen, there's nothing you can do. We're taking it. So I'm talking to a couple of lawyers. They're like, yeah, they could do that. I'm like, what? What kind of bullshit is that? What? Yeah, it's a rare situation, but what happened was the car was selling bad cars. Yes, the bank should be at fault, but yeah, they're not going to let you keep stolen property. I'm like, ain't this a bitch? I was going through stress. I'm like, oh, my God. I remember, man. I went to Shea Stadium here in New York City. You know, literally, Shea Stadium, which is where the Mets play. There's this big, I would never forget, the auto crime headquarters for the NYPD. So I get over there and shit. And I would never forget this, man. And they had to take my car to this room. I wasn't allowed to go in there. They had to check me for guns, everything. Like, I had to put my shit in this bowl. Like, you had to go through the thing like you were going to the airport. Because they had my property for my car. So they bring the car in there, and it was like a two-hour inspection. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, I kid you not. I remember this day if it was yesterday. 
This shit happened over 25 years ago. I had my fingers crossed praying to God for like two, three hours. I love this car so much. My first finance vehicle. I'm working hard. Nice white maximum rims and shit. I got my fingers crossed. Like, fuck going home without it. The fact that I know that these niggas is going to keep my shit and I still got to make the payment to the bank. This is bullshit. You owe us this money, Mr. Nathaniel. So, yes, this, this car is stolen. You cannot do an insurance claim on this shit because you can't say they stole it. You have stolen property and you borrowed the money for this car. We want our money back. Anyway, two, three hours I had my fingers crossed. I never, ever, ever let them shits uncross me. Do you know at the end of it all, they came out and said, you know, congratulations, everything's all right. I said, what? I, was, I thank God, man. I was so, 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 so happy, man. I remember under my hood, like where the VIN number was, they shaved all that shit. Like they 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 were in the engine, like trying to find out if there was anyone part of this shit, man. But you know what? The good Lord know that I needed that. He know as a young dude coming up, I needed my vehicle for several reasons: transportation, way of life, enjoyment. Is what I'm making is you own nothing. All you have is your soul. All you have is God. You see, some way or another, we stop doing that. We stop praying. We stop believing that, you know, in our spirits and believing. We put faith in the man. And I put faith into this man I purchased the car. I remember I had to get approved and all of that bullshit. And then that day, I didn't put no faith in the man because I felt like, hey, you know what I'm saying? God give it, God take it away. So I felt if this ain't meant to be, God's going to take the car. Real, Listen, if it ain't meant to be, God's going to take it. You ever have a car that's just messing up and it's just pissing you off? You got a couple of dollars to get a new one, but this car is just a junk box. It's because you need a new car. You need something reliable. Then you get a reliable car and you get like most of us. Now you want something else. You don't need it. You want something else. So I go back to that day in that Maxima, 91 Maxima. I had a pretty car. I think it was 91, 92, yeah, whatever it was, 91. I think it was 91. And I said, wow, I remember that day where I prayed like I'd never prayed ever. But God said, hey, you know what I mean? This is, you, you need this. This is what you need. And that car treated me good until the last day. How did I get from that? And then years later, I got four or five vehicles and I'm still bullshitting. And, you know what I mean? That's the disconnect that I have to. You remember that 92 Maxima, right? I'm telling you, that was the shit that Tupac days I get around. Remember that car he had in there? Remember the movie of Menace Society? That was a big car in the 90s, man. My shit was 
I had a nice, I wasn't, I never, I was never really a music person, but I had black, gray seats, like a dark gray, white, white Nissan Maxima SE. You know what I would like to do? I would like to look at the Vendor and see what that car is. I know I'm pretty junky by now. You know, you could go on like auto check and check where your cars is at. Shit, man, yo, man. That was my, that was my, that car right there. Oh, I had so much fun. I needed that. That was my childhood, man. And this is the thing that we have to do. Cherish the days. Remember, remember Sadi's song, Cherish the Day? Because you have to cherish the days. Now, the days, listen, the days that you cherish, there's wants and needs all in that. You understand what I'm coming from? Those are good times. But we don't have any good times now. It's all stress and depression and sadness. Because all we do is what? Election's over. He won fair and square. Now we're on to the next depression. Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Oh, did, did you learn from essential? You don't have to be spending crazy money on Christmas Day. Get one gift. One thing. If you believe in this holiday the way I do, you do not have to do it the way they used to do. Those, those are created for the manufacturers. The want game. It's all a big payday for them. You could have manufacturers, the salespersons at your mercy if all of y'all stop doing wants. My boy works for BMW. All he talks about is how people are in BMW. And I'm like, how are people still walking in the dealership? He told me on those today. He told me seven. He made seven deliveries. So that means he he literally no three deliveries. Three deliveries. So he's he made three deliveries. I'm sorry, three. They gave me seven sales, but three deliveries. I'm like, who in the fuck is still buying these expensive cars in a pandemic? Then I caught myself. I said, oh shit. Ain't that a bitch? I'm calling the kettle black. I got the audacity. I'm here doing the same bullshit. God, please take these negative desires and wants out of my system. Please. Please let me concentrate on my needs. Please let me concentrate on my possessions. Please let me embrace the things that I have. Thank you. I have already. So what you have is what you need. You have it. Do you need it? Well, that will be determined. But if you have a car collection because you're a car collector like myself, then that's, you have, you have already. Why would you want more? You know, You should get that lacrosse 14. I would get that 2014 lacrosse. Those are nice. Shout out to Gas Chains. Yeah, Bowles was driving Nissan Maximus by the How in the hell do we go from Nissan Maximus 30 years later to $450,000 SUVs? We are out of our goddamn minds. What are we doing? We're doing too much. 
And I feel poison is the internet. My boy, I was talking to my boy from prison today, and he's like, no, you know, internet, you know, he, he he's stinking ignorant. Like, internet is not making things worse. I said, yeah, it is making things worse because you have exposure. We talked about this with Kells yesterday. Exposure. The more you're exposed to, the more you're going to want. The less you're going to be exposed to, the less you want. A person that desires more always wants more. They will never be happy. They'll never be happy. How do people get bored of a $450,000 Rolls Royce SUV? Because you're a wanter. See, once people that want, they never have. They always want more. But if you're a person that's man that it's about they need. You won't even you won't even look at that four hundred fifty thousand dollar Rolls Royce, even if you could make the money to afford it. Even if you make the money to afford it, and you are embraced and inclined with your needs, you won't buy. It. You know you could afford it, but you won't buy it. I mean, I don't need that, and I could afford to pay that shit in cash. Not me. What I'm Yes, it does. Shout to Preston. Marketing preys on us. It does. They prey on us, man. And it, it does it does some damage because you be driving, you looking at somebody else's shit, and somebody looking at you, but you don't think nobody looking at you because you're looking at everybody else. But they're looking at you too. Like, man, shit. I need to get one of those. You're like, man, you don't want this shit, man. I don't even want it. It's like, man, I'll take that. Another man's garbage, another man's treasure. Allow your wants to come in, man. That's all I'm telling you. Like right now, I'm hungry. I'm starving. And when I get off of this jack, I'm going to eat the food that was given to me. Family ordered some nice food. I'm going to sit down, chill, sit back, and enjoy the food. And it's good, healthy food. That's a little pizza in there. Shit, I ain't gonna lie. A little grandma pizza, a little thin joint, but it's nice chicken wings, you know what I'm saying? Dipping them in a little sauce. It's, it's Friday or Saturday night. I'm gonna chill out. Now, can I eat that every day? No, I, I can't. I don't need that every day. I just need food every day, but I don't need that every day. I don't need that. I got it. God. I'm gonna chill. Give me some red wine. Open that box up. He put it in the microwave. I'm gonna sit back and first I'm gonna say my prayer. Thank God for this food. You can't forget that. Cause sometimes I want, you know, we are oh, I got it so much, man. Hey, you know, we don't realize that there's people out here that's gonna be getting off this phone right now. They're gonna be starving and see your Nate. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry listening to you, Nate. But on a, on a quiet storm, I pay so much in bills and Christmas, I don't got enough money to get no Domino's pizza tonight. There's somebody on this jack listening right now saying that, like, yo, Nate, you hit me. They don't have enough money to order $7 chicken wings. And you may say, man, that's something else. No, it's true. I'm telling you it's true. Because they probably paid all their money on to their roof over their head. And didn't realize, hey, 
I paid a whole bunch of bills this month. I got $3 to my name until January 1st. Oh, shout out there, O'Connor. No doubt, bro. I'm here. Hit me up, bro. We got to do better, man. Watch them once, man. They're dangerous. And the, the devil, he know how to get you. you. You see how my brother here said, marketing praise us? The devil preys on you because he knows you're weak. And when he deals with a strong person, they don't want to deal with that. They're like, the devil's like, man, fuck that. We ain't going to waste our time with that motherfucker. He, he's on some strength shit. Oh, man, catfish sounded good right about now. But think about the person. Let's just think about the person that may want some catfish or some whitings. And the stores, it's too late to go out and get that, and you want some whitings. That's what you want. Okay, well, at that point, that's a need that is more of a want and an essential one. Because it's like, you know what? It's an essential want. I want it. I deserve it. But, yeah, it would be something I got the taste for. We're not saying get crazy with it. We're saying, well, when you get the fish, you ain't got to eat that fried fish every night because you don't need that. The Tony Mayberry. So let's think about this in relationships, your life, money, investments. I know some people are like, yeah, you know, I invest my money for what? Well, you know, you got to invest in all. Are you a saver? Yeah. Okay. The bills paid? Yeah. Okay. So why do you feel you need to invest? Because you know somebody doing it and they're making big money with it, okay? Do you need that or you just want it? Because just remember, you're going to do that now and you're going to be wanting more. You're going to want more and more and more. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just never going to stop. That's why rich people jump off of bridges and kill themselves and go into the weirdest depression. I don't I was like, how do you be rich and you got a damn... Uh, Therapists, for what? More money, more problems. Right. They didn't tell you. They thought you, what, does it make you happy? To some degree. There's some happiness that comes with money when you're able to afford shit that you couldn't afford before. But after a while, you've been rich for so many years. You're like, eh, what matters? Family. Seeing them enjoying the money within reason. Seeing them enjoying the riches within reason. What's the point of having a 20-room mansion? I remember Tupac said, how people, how do people own big mansions with 30 bedrooms and people are still homeless? That's crazy. Keep humble. And you know, Instagram's dirty. They, they do the marketing shit too. You look at one chick on Instagram, then they put in your feed these pretty women all fucking day. You're like, you know what? What in the hell? They, they, they remind you, whatever you looked at once, we're going to bombard you with it 30, 40 times. And I don't even believe a lot. Believe it or not, I don't think a lot of these uh, Instagram models are real. I think the women are real. I don't think they're real profiles. I really don't think they are. I believe there's somebody behind it. I don't think the women are real profiles. I think those are pictures of people that clearly are human beings. It's just not real. I'll tell you why. My boy's Facebook, so I got his account so I could do my little live videos and shit. You know, I don't have Facebook, so I'm like, they got this thing called Facebook dating, and they got these girls popping up. I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. I just seen like 30 beautiful women pop up, and 
single? Come on, man. That means something's wrong. I mean, a high-grade gorgeous woman on Facebook? Like, come on now. So I know what this is. This is the same thing suggested. It's like YouTube does it too. But YouTube kind of does it to you in a cool way. Like, you like trains and planes and automobiles? They're going to suggest you pages for that. You go to a porn site, you keep looking at MILF and grannies fucking and fat girls, then niggas going to suggest you with that. It, it, it's, it's made to appeal to your desires, quote unquote. You go on Instagram, you look at cars, they're just going to push some all car lifestyle pages on you. That's what they do. It's poison. You sit down, you watch TV, you see a depressing ass. Y'all seen this during the pandemic. All these different fucking drugs for this. You're getting old, so this is that. The next thing you know, you're seeing a commercial for a nice fucking juicy Whopper at Burger King. I mean, it's always something with advertisement to appeal to get you going. And that's why people have all these unrealistic expectations in their lives. And then they get these expectations and actually achieve them. And they're never really so fully happy because they didn't need it. It's all bullshit. If you have friends that think that, oh, they're better than you because they got this and got that and you didn't accomplish that. I mean, listen, man, I don't give a fuck if you live in the projects. You happy? Your bills are paid. You got heat. You got a roof over your head, and you know that's all that matters. I don't like. I never grew up in a project. I, I don't like when people put down people in the projects. I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's. It's just disrespectful. I don't like that. Because I feel as if, how could you judge somebody for where they live? You know what I mean? If you see a person on the street. In your mind, you can look at a person on the street and they're laying there and you say to yourself, damn, you know, I could never do that. Yeah, probably you can't, but then you got to ask the person, are they happy? There's some people out here that live on the street and don't have to. They just choose to. I know a damn homeless dude that chose to be, I would say, roofless. And I say without a roof over his head because he gets money. There's not a person on the streets of the world in the United States that is not entitled to getting some type of pension or some uh, welfare, whatever. They're getting some sort of income because they're living. They have to eat. Some cases, some people have mental illnesses. Some people have got a lot of personal shit going on, but... If a person is, it's like you seeing pigs swimming and shit, and they playing like and shit, and they happy, fuck it, they're happy. But if you are influenced by society, you'll never be happy with everything you got because society's telling you, yeah, you're a fucking loser. You live in the projects. It's not the projects that make, the buildings of the projects is not the issue. It's, it's the people. It's the people that live in the projects to give the projects a bad name. If you live in good projects in New York City, that means they, there's not a lot of ghetto, low-life motherfuckers in there. That's what that means. It's the people. You could live on a regular block and have a piece of shit living next door to you. 
Fuck these Instagram models. Fuck all this having to have a million and all this bullshit. All that shit is all bullshit, man. I respect people that do what they like to do because it's in their heart. That's why when I see people working in the ambulance, I'm like, wow, man. Thank you for your services. You didn't have to do that. You could have had another job. You chose to help people. That's why it's emotional to me when I see ambulances roll up to people's houses and fire trucks and cops. Because I'm like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, cops got more of a negative stigma. But at the end of the day, like, I remember working in a snowstorm, walking the snowstorm the other night. Literally, I was going to my car and I seen the cops up the block. And I'm like, damn, these niggas still got to be out here in this storm? That's dedication right there, man. I know y'all be like, oh, fuck the police. No, 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 no. This is not that conversation. This is not that conversation. This is what we got to stop. Stop it. You see people talking crazy shit. Just tell, man, listen, man, I, I'm, I'm just happy that I'm living. You know, you got to cut them off. Don't be disrespectful. Just let motherfuckers know when they come there with that negative shit, just start talking. Always tell them, put it in prayer, man. That's all. You want to make a motherfucker look stupid? Tell him, put it in prayer. Yeah, man, I'm tired of, you know, no good people around here. They all there, man. You got to put it in prayer. Yeah, I done cut this one off. I don't speak to my sister. Fuck my mother. But you got to put it in prayer. I promise you it works. And it's sincere. I've had people come and tell me, well, prayer don't work. Well, you got to put it in prayer. You got to put that in prayer. Put that in prayer, too. Put that in prayer that you said that prayer doesn't work. But listen, I'm going to get out of here and I'm out. You know what I mean? That's how you got to do it. Motherfuckers are so miserable, man. People are so sad that they just waiting for you to just tick them off. I wouldn't be no fucking cop. I don't give a fuck. Call me whatever you want. I ain't no way in the world. I'm going to, I don't believe no job is worth carrying a gun. I got to carry a gun, man. Fuck that. I don't want that job. How many people ask me, Yo, would you be a bodyguard? I said, hell no. I ain't going to be no fucking bodyguard. It's the same thing that happened with Bobby Schmurder and him, yeah, from New York, man. It's the same thing. Yeah, yo, free Bobby. I'm like, yeah, but that shit ain't cute, my nigga. Like, then these guys are talented dudes. They influenced by their followers, and they followers like all that bullshit. And guess what? Somebody gonna die. Now these niggas is coming home. They got another chance to make it again. Let's see if they are gonna be as lucky as they were given. They given. They, they needed this freedom. They were given freedom. They got another chance. Fuck around. They're going to end up like um, Pop Smoke. I'm telling you. We out of our mind, man. We, 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 we've taken it too far. The more you want, the less you will get. I promise you that. Oh, that ain't true. I get mad, but no, nigga. I ain't mean it. We don't mean that way. Okay, we mean the long term. Allow your needs. Your needs are more important than your wants. Your needs are first. Your needs are more important than your wants. Embrace. Try, try, try it. I want that Range Rover. Yeah, damn, I want it. I don't need it. Kill that. Feel me? I don't need it. I don't need it. I want it. 
Well, you got to treat yourself. Life's too short. Again, you don't need it. I don't care. You could tell me that life is short. See, we, we usually do that when we know we're doing some stupid shit. Every time we do some stupid shit, we always be like, you only live once. How do you know we only live once? I believe in reincarnation. Fuck, nigga, you gonna tell me you only live once? You live once, nigga. That's how. That's what you believe. I don't know who. The, I don't know where we living. I've been here before. I know I've been here before. What it took me two, three years old to remember that. But where, where was I before? I don't remember being in the stomach, and I don't remember. And then I could be having all these deja vu's. I was here before. Maybe I was an ant. Maybe I was a fucking horse. I don't know. I was something. can't tell me I just was nothing for the past billion years. <laughs> Come on, man. Why do we do this? That's why, that's true happiness. True happiness is from within. And we have true happiness from within. It don't matter whatever you want. Am I truly happy from within? Apparently not. Apparently not, because I would be a hypocrite to tell you that, because I just said I want Range Rover. Now, the correct way is I don't need it, but shit, I, you know what I mean? I, I need to be in a position where I can afford that shit where it ain't doing nothing in my pockets. When you making $4,000 a damn day, you know what I mean? Where it's like, ah, oh, fuck it, you know what? I'm going to go get a Range Rover. I don't want it at that point. Fuck it, nigga, I could do it, you know what I mean? I could afford that shit with my eyes closed. I'm making five stacks a day. Doing what? <laughs> that's the question you gotta ask so if I'm not doing that I don't need it I don't need it that shit ain't made for me that's just made for a nigga making 5,000 a day whatever you do whether you selling drugs or fucking you got a few churches I don't need it so you know all the, all the negative shit man everybody negative now we all negative I'm negative I got negative shit I was just talking shit about a nigga the next day I was like yo the dudes alright we all negative how you got to check a negative person when they come in here with the bullshit, man? Put it in prayer. You ever have that call from a family member or a friend? You're like, oh, boy, they're going to hit me with all the drama. All the fucking drama. And then they call you up. You're like, yeah, what's up? You're like, they talk. You listen to them and say, man, just put it in prayer. That's all you got to say. Yeah. Damn, I'm surprised. Man. Usually you would go, nah, nah, nah. You got to put that in prayer. It's negative. You're not going to listen to me anyway. You just want to hear somebody. You just want me to listen. That's all you wanted. Now I'm going to blow you off because you just wasted my fucking time talking about all this bullshit. I'm going to go watch me an old refund of San Francisco. I'm going to sit back with my chicken wings and chill out. I got close family members. I was like, Look, don't ever tell me I don't want to hear that shit. Because then you're not going to. Just say, man, listen, man, you got to put it in prayer. They'll get used to it. After a while, they're going to be like, man, in order to join this dude, Nathaniel, I'm going to have to start praying. Is he really blowing me off? Is he, no, I'm really telling you something that's going to work. Think about that day when I put my, that, that situation where I was in a place with that car, my car was detained for three hours. I had my fingers crossed because I had nothing to do with it. And the good Lord knew I ain't steal the car. And guess what? Even if he did, even if I didn't have the car that day and didn't go back home, it wasn't meant for me. 
I'm telling you, I promise you, I did this with a close family member literally the day after Thanksgiving. Shit got crazy at the crib, at this particular person's crib I was at. Got really, really bad. A lot of arguing, a lot of disrespect. They hurt me with the story because you know after you do some drama, you don't sleep good. I told him, man, put it in prayer. Especially these people that love cutting people off all the time. Oh, fuck that. I cut that. I cut this one off Christmas time. Yeah, I ain't even calling for Christmas. I said, you proud of that? Just tell him, put it in prayer. Yeah, man, I ain't, I ain't speak to them. It's been the fifth Christmas that I ain't fuck with my mother. Word? Well, put it in prayer. Man, you got to put that in prayer. That's all. Put it in prayer. Yeah, man, fuck everybody. That's why I'm leaving New York. Yeah, put it in prayer. Yeah, fuck these black women. Ain't shit. Kevin Samuels said it. Fuck all these black, black bitches. Oh, yeah, put it in prayer. Got to put it in prayer, man. That's all. That's how you blow a hating motherfucker away, man. You blow him away with that. That shit is kryptonite. That's like giving Superman credit. They can't handle that shit, man. It's like this nigga just this. Then they go, then they go tell somebody else that's a hater. Yeah, I try to talk to Nate. This nigga's on some bullshit. What do he say? What do he say? What that hating big motherfucker say? Big old dreadlock ass. What that nigga say? I'm gonna tell that nigga out all this shit and talk about. He's gonna tell me put it in prayer. What? So what did he say that was hateful? Now, he ain't say nothing hateful. I'm just saying he tried to blow me off by telling me to put it in prayer. I'm like, I ain't put it in prayer. God got nothing to do with this. And that fool be like, well, hold on. I thought you said Nate was on some hating shit. That nigga ready to go in on me. Stop niggas with that. She just stopped. It's a fact. Shout out to Kareem Henry. Just stop him. Stop him in the track. Er. That's all. Family coming with the family shit. Yeah, what's up? I'm like, oh boy. You ain't calling. I'm uh, just checking up when you. I haven't spoke to my cousin in a while. You know a nigga about to ask you for some money that you definitely ain't lending him because you really don't got it. You don't. Nigga want to borrow like $3,000. you like, listen, man. Best I could do is give you $100. That works. Best I could do is give you $100. The rest you're going to have to put it in prayer. $2,900, you're going to have to go get it. You got to put that in prayer. I ain't going to tell you where to go get it. I'm just going to tell you, put it in prayer. God gives all that need. He does. He does. He gives all that needs. He fulfills needs, not wants. I'm telling you. That's how you want to you come in at 21? Oh, you, you, you can do all, oh, man. What's our resolution? My boy called me yesterday. He was like, yo, man, I know on YouTube you help people, but what do you think about the people in our circle? Should we just stop helping them? I said, man, that shit ain't going to work. They still going to be damaged, so we going to end up helping them anyway because that's our nature. God put us on this world to hold them down and protect them. The least we can do. But with the drama and the nonsense, you got to put it in prayer. I know one of my boys is miserable. He's one of my good friends. I know he's miserable. You, 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 I, I take you to this nigga's house. You, I, I was about to show it to you. I can't show it to you because now I'm going to have to show the address. But anyway, if I showed you this nigga's crib, I'm like, yo, bro, you good? He's still not happy because at the end of the day, it's just a home. That's all. It's a home. Motherfuckers get bored of some fabulous shit. And then they paying a big money. 
So what's the difference when you see people in the street of where they live? There's no fucking difference. No difference. You see, you go into a Target store, walk into Walmart. Can you look at me and tell me, oh, that motherfucker live in a mansion. She live in the projects. This one live here. What difference does it fucking make, man? What difference does it make when that bitch is on fire? What difference does it make? Don't be a fool, man. I do what I gotta do. I be what I gotta be. No, you do. You you gotta specify it. I don't like I do what I gotta do. I do what God wants me to do. That's what I do. You wanna blow somebody's mind? I say, I, mean, I do what God wants me to do. They'll be like, what? What'd you say? I do what God. Well, I'm a grown man. I'm gonna do what I want. Well, okay, well, we'll see what happens when that disease hits your body. And the first question you be asking, oh God, please help me. You ain't gonna be asking the devil for shit. The devil put you there. Well, not 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 a disease. You know what I mean. Yeah, the devil put you there in your wants. Man, I ain't dead, man. I'm tired of this shit, man. And they let people work harder. This happened in Staten Island. They, you know, in my borough, these fucking uh, racist ass Trump supporters. They lost the fucking election, so now they want to stand behind a shithole punk ass motherfucker that wants to open up a, his bar. And feds have kept shutting them down. He gonna keep opening it because people need the work to pay. No motherfucker, you need the work. You and your little fucking slutty wife probably fucking some big black man down the block while you paying all the bills, you stupid fuck. You don't need all that shit you need. That's why the pandemic was created. It's showing you what is essential and non-essential. Let me tell you something. If you missed out on this pandemic that just happened in your eyes and you were sleeping, you're fucked. You are in deep trouble. Yeah, I'll be glad when everything is over. For what? You was still going to be doing the same stupid shit you was doing before the pandemic. Now, I was living. No, nigga, you wasn't living. Because if you was living, you would have had these essential things and no problem. You were going to restaurants, blowing mad money, and now all of a sudden, boom. I know one bird dude, man. This dude really, really killed me with this. He told me he saved $90,000 from going out to restaurants. And I said, nigga, you sell fucking cars. I don't think the nigga that owns the dealership that you work for does that and he could afford to how the fuck is it that you a regular joe schmo talking about you coming to me telling me you save ninety thousand? i mean don't get it twisted car dealers could make four or five hundred thousand a year but just understand they are busting their ass for that it's the dude fuck what you making four or five hundred thousand dollars a year how about your boss what are you doing I'm impressed by that. No, I'm not. I'm not impressed. He actually tried to throw that up as if it was impressive. I'm like, I'm not impressed, nigga. What the? That's not impressive. You're not rich. You blew $90,000. You're a fucking fool. That's how I look at it. Essential and non-essential. What's essential? Which, what's non-essential shit you want? Essential shit is what you need. Okay. The only thing that was even wild that was actually open was liquor stores. <laughs> liquor stores are open because motherfuckers actually needed, you know what I mean? Spirits. They're, wine is called spirits. Wine is healthy for you. We ain't talking about the hard liquor. At the end of the day, people needed to cope. Liquor stores were open. Do the research on that. Why was that the case? Hospitals didn't close, thank God. 
supermarkets, gas stations, internet's working. All non-essential businesses, they shut the fuck down. You got a massage parlor, unnecessary. Shutting that tattoo powder, unnecessary. That's a fucking want. It's a want. You don't need that. Your need is fucked up. No, no, Uber wasn't shut down. Notice how that shit wasn't shut down. They just told them to just cover up. Buses was running. Transportation was running. Airplanes was running. Resorts closed. Oh, wow. Of course, you don't need that. It's time to look at life and realize we went through three different levels this year. We went through this pandemic. We went through the terrible deaths result of the pandemic. Let's not forget that. That's fucking number one, matter of fact. Let's put that at number one. Number two, we've seen the situation with police brutality and racism. And motherfuckers still ain't learned. Then they put the president in there. Oh, fuck it. Fuck niggers. And then what? Still ain't learned. So you still ain't learned this year? You're fucked next year. You ain't learned shit. I know what they did. I'm telling you right now, that pandemic was probably the real test. Like, hmm, we'll see. Niggas out here smoking, taking coke to the nose, drinking hard liquors and shit, and talking about, I'm not getting the, I'm not getting the damn, uh, the shot. <sighs> Come on. Yeah, I'm tough. I'm not getting shit. I ain't listening to nobody. Fuck that nigga Nick too. I ain't getting the. I'll just quarantine. If I catch it, I'll catch it. But I ain't getting to put nothing in my body. Okay. Well, keep putting all them once in your body. Keep putting all them once in your fucking house. Keep putting all them bunts and once in your brain. Good luck. Because when that shit kicks in everybody's blood, you realizing, oh shit, I'm sick. And now you in a fucking hospital saying, oh God, please help me. Too late now, nigga. God was giving you the needs all along. You ain't want it. Now you at the bottom. We only want to hear God when we at the bottom. You ever notice that? What's the first thing an atheist say when that nigga losing his life? Not even a riddle. So it's real shit. What's the three words he says? Oh my God, that's the first thing an atheist says. Let's wake up, man. You want to block a hater? Oh, that's why I need a cut. No, don't do all that. Don't do that. Don't put the effort in blocking a hater because you may need him. Just tell them, put it in prayer. That's it. Kills everything. After I tell you one thing, they'll leave you the fuck alone. Every time there's some drama, they're going to leave you alone. Unless they're ready to embrace what you really saying, they're going to come to you and say, yo, Nate, thank you, man. I came here with a lot of bullshit. I started listening to what you said. I'm, I'm, the best advice I can give anybody is put it in prayer. He's the one that's going to determine whether you live or die. Put it in prayer. That's it. Put it in prayer. So, ladies and gentlemen, I got to go eat. By God's grace, I am starving my ass off. Okay? And I'm going to sit back and enjoy. I'm going to watch me some old Sam from the Sun repeats. And I'm going to chill the F out. I need that. I need to chill. 
I was on this internet late last night. Taking care of chores and stuff around the crib. I ain't going to bed till 5.30 in the morning. You know how this... Do you know... Do you know how my day felt? I was all off. But it got better. Shout out to Steve Top. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Carlos. Shout out to Kareem. Shout out to Preston. Everybody. Put it in prayer, man. That's it. When you sit down and I get in front, man, get on your knees and say, God, please... I, I, I hand you my burdens. I'm giving you my burden. Watch, you see. It may not be there when you want him, but he always on time. People say, well, Nate, man, you curse and do this. I said, listen, man, I ain't say nothing about being perfect. Did you hear me say I'm perfect out of my damn mouth? No. I ain't perfect. That's why I'm telling you it works. I'm not perfect and I'm blessed. I'm far from perfect. I'm just like you. You're no different than me. I'm no different than you. Shout out to my new audio I got here tonight. Just trying to test it and make sure it's good. But this will be followed right after we finish doing this video. We're going to put it directly on my podcast. This is the podcast. So if you're joining in, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's definitely appreciated. This is the podcast person so you know that's what it is man that's what you do you want to handle your hater i ain't yo how to cut people off you got to change your phone number change your social man no that, that nobody doing that there no more just put put in prayer that's it. save the drama that's how you kill it i'm telling you right now it, it's a win-win situation because they're either going to leave you alone because they ain't going to listen to you or they ain't going to embrace you because they listen to your advice. So if they listen to you, then you're good. If they don't listen to you, you're still good. Because they're going to leave you the fuck alone. Don't come to me with that bullshit, man. I don't want to hear nothing about who's spending money no more. I'm sick of it. You're paying your bills, food on the table, your family's fed. That's all that matters. Because the human body got to eat food and water, man. Got to eat food, drink water. That's what we need. We need love. You want to know what you need? You need love. Everybody needs love. You need love. Okay? That's what the body needs. The mind needs love. The body needs love. You need love. I need love. We all need love. So embrace it. Don't knock it down. You have love in your life. Embrace the love. Don't get, don't let them want to overtake that love. You're going to lose. You got a woman that loves you? Or you're going to be with a woman you want. Take a pick. You got a man that loves you, ladies? Or a man that you love? You better be with the person that loves you. You better learn to love them. You get all them wants out your way, you will. Trust me. Can you make somebody... No, no, I said learn to love them. Can't make you love them. But you will learn if you allow them wants. Get them wants out your face. You'll be fine. Anybody that loves you, you love them back. It feels good loving somebody and they loving you back. And that's a fact. Shout out to Teddy Pendergrass. It feels good loving somebody and somebody loves you back. And that's a fact. That's a fact. You don't believe me? Play the song. It feels good. Loving somebody 
and somebody love you back. So just think about if you love somebody, this is for this is for the people that you love and they may not love you back. But if they learn to love, say, man, you know what? Nate's talking. This person's been there for me. They cherish me. They don't cheat on me. They love me. Well, a man going to cheat a little different. I'm talking about for a woman, though. Goddamn. If your woman love you, that's the woman you're going to be with. She loves you. Tell her, yeah, baby, I love you, too. You may want the little whores every now and then, a little slut every now and then. You know what I mean? You may want that. I get it. But you need her. So she's she, she's essential. Why do you think they told you in the pandemic non-essential things, right? So if you, if you had a side piece, she's not essential. But fuck that bitch and fuck around and kill you. Your wife, even with the pandemic, that's your wife. That's your woman. That's essential. You need that. Essential needs your needs. Your kids, that's essential. Teaching the kids in school and all that. Well, we, we may have to do that on a damn uh on the internet. But being in the classroom and I'm a teacher right now is a little dangerous. You don't need to be in class to do that because that's just dangerous. Essential and non-essential, what's important to you? Let people know what they need. Always embrace. We all need love. I promise you, man. If we had a lot of love in this world, this pandemic would be nothing. Because it'd, be, it'd still be harmonious, you know what I mean? It's the fact that we got all these wants and hatred. Pandemic just made it fucking worse. It just exposed it more. Now we all got to complain about shit and we all looking bad. Now we all miserable, you know? Damn, I can't wait till this is over. It'd be the same motherfuckers that say they can't wait till it's over. They still going to be miserable. They find a cure for that shit tomorrow. They're still going to be fucking complaining. They couldn't wait for a cure. Now they got something to fight it off. Now we're like, oh, I ain't taking that. I said, oh, boy. Here we go. Your first motherfucker ready eating some COVID pussy. Come on, man. Stop it. Embrace your embrace your embrace your, your life by embracing your needs. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you all. And shout out to everybody, man, that left a comment here. Shout out to everybody that's going through things. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody that's suffering, depression, stress. Shout out to the people that's doing good. Shout out to people that's just doing what they need to do. Doing what they need to do. You can't be living for love without having a forgiving heart. Forgive a person, man. Nobody's nobody's in a right frame of mind right now. Nobody's in a right frame of mind. People are going through so much, man. Nobody's in a right frame of mind, man. Nobody. They all twisted right now. You know what I mean? Everybody going through the changes, man. So show the love. Show the love.
show the love. And don't be disrespectful. Again, somebody coming in with the drama, you, you know, like, I want you to feel inspired, not, not, yeah, fuck that, watch. No, 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 just tell me and put it in prayer, man. After a while, they're going to be like, what you know? Then they, then they get frustrated. What you, you want some preacher thing now? Say, yeah, I guess you want to call it that. Put it in prayer. That's all I do. Oh, word. Yo, yeah, it really works. You're going to say me put it in prayer. Then they get mad. Yeah, huh? What are they going to do? Tell you F you and God? Good luck with that. Put it in prayer. Put it in prayer. God, I have burdens right now. I, I give my burdens to you. I can't do this anymore. I can't. I, I put my burdens on to you. Somebody tell you trust in God. Even a thug knows that. I can have a conversation right now from a gangster, thug, killer, anybody in jail, disabled, anybody can relate in this conversation and say, wow. If you're not inspired, then, you know, put it in prayer. If you don't put it in prayer, then, oh, well. I know nothing else I can tell you. Nothing else I can tell you. Put it in prayer. Your purpose in life is to bring out the best in the next person. Don't put a man down. Just tell him to put it in prayer. You see a person doing bad, you say, man, I that ain't cool. You can say, yo, what you think, man? Should we should I go pop this nigga in his head? He said, no, nah, I don't, I don't I wouldn't do that. I would just put that in prayer, man. What? You nigga serious? No, no, no. Shout out to Taylor the Natural. What's up, Taylor? He said, no, nah, don't do that, man. Nah, they, I'm, I'm just going, yo, first of the year, I'm just cutting everybody off on New Year's resolution. Said, nah, 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 just put it in prayer, bro. Just put it in prayer. What you mean put it in prayer? They get annoyed. Say, man, listen, 2020 was a new year, man. Just put it in prayer. Things will be better. Vaccine's coming. Even if you don't take it, things are going to get better. Yeah, I ain't taking that shit, man. Fuck that. Yeah, well, yeah, but you got to put it in prayer. You got to put it in prayer. Nah, they, they trying to kill us, man. You know what they trying to do with that black man? Listen, bro. It's been an, an incredible year for a black man in 2021. What? What are you talking about? What? Are you kidding me? Black lives matter ain't our matter. Uh-oh. Uh, leave it alone. Put it in prayer. Maybe I put it in prayer. Put it in prayer. Don't, don't have the octaves getting higher with nobody. You arguing with somebody? Because, hey, man, man, you know, I'm just going to put it in prayer. Sometimes you got to tell a person, I'm going to put it in prayer. They ain't listening. You said, man, listen, I'm going to put it in prayer. Yeah, you put it in prayer. You and God, you go take your Bible, shove up your whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, well. They'll pay for that. I promise you they will. You see this brother right here? I'll give him one example. Here's a brother here. You are talking about an emotional shield. I use prayer as an emotional shield so people don't emotionally pollute me or knock me off my... Well, let me tell you something. It's not even about an emotional shield. See, that's that. that there's still some negativity in that conversation, in that comment you just said. And you a deacon. You can't be emotionally shielded from nobody because you're a deacon. You just said, and I quote... You are talking about an emotional shield. I use prayer as an emotional shield so people don't emotionally promote me or knock me off to my emotional center. See, that's what I'm talking about. We don't need that. 
Just say amen. That's it. Amen. You know what I mean? You, you're saying too much, my brother. You're supposed to be a deacon. You're supposed to enhance me to keep it shorter than I just told you. It's not an emotional shield. I don't use prayer as an emotional shield. I use prayer because that's all I can do. That's it. That's what I need to do. That's it. I don't want to hear that. See, that's that's the thing, the problem now. That's the problem with, yeah, because that's what I do. Yeah, you're right. I cut everybody. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I didn't say one thing about cut all the negative people out your life and filling them with positive people. Nobody positive right now because even the positive people are going through some negative shit. If you're alive and you're in this world called planet Earth, you are dealing with some negative shit. It is called hatred, racism, COVID. These are all the things that we are dealing with. These are the emotions that we are dealing with. These are the things that we are dealing with. It is not an emotional shield. That's not what I'm saying. Now you're going to let me do another half an hour. Lord have mercy. And I got to eat. I need to eat, my brother. I need to eat food. The good Lord has given me the opportunity to eat still in my mouth, okay? A lot of people are not fortunate. Like There's some people out here that can't be fed through their mouth. They have to be fed through a tube. I'm able to sit down with a fork, spoon, and knife and eat my dinner. It is not an emotional shield. Okay? It's called having faith. I have faith that things will get better in life. I do. I truly believe that. To some people, this vaccine's a curse. To people like me, it's a blessing. I'm entitled to that. Lift yourself up. Because I'm lifting myself up. I'm lifting you up and I feel good about myself. It's not an emotional tactic. Yes, it's therapeutic generally, but it's therapeutic for me and for you. But it's not an emotional shield. No, don't deal with that way. You come to me with the bullshit, I'm going to tell you, put it in prayer. That's it. The end. The end, my brother. That's it. We're not going to discuss anymore. I've seen you leaving a lot of comments on this thing and you were going back and forth and you started going off to the far end from the beginning. I don't even know where you were going. Last time you was on my show, you were doing good. This time you were throwing me off and I didn't respectfully want to cut you short because I've seen that you are a reverend or a deacon, a deacon, excuse me. But my brother, chill out. You got to calm down. That's not what about. You're not better than anybody emotional shield. We don't need to be shielding anybody. We're doing enough of shielding now with wearing these masks. Okay? We have enough of that. People running away from you. You walk into a store, they step back. I mean, there's enough is enough. I was dealing with people running away from me before this damn shield's in my mouth. I mean, come on. Come on. Enough is enough. We're at the bottom. 
They say it's going to get better before it gets worse. Where's worse now? It's worse right now. It's worse. Okay? Somebody come to you with the BS, you tell them, put it in prayer. You're about to get it to, you about to rob a bank? Well, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, you want me to, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm straight. Put it in prayer, though, man. Matter of fact, I'm going to put that in prayer, but yo, I'm out. That's it. That's it. Nobody wants to be antagonized when they're trying to do some bullshit. They can say, son, I'm about to just wipe out on everybody. Damn, man, I wouldn't do that, man. But I would put it in prayer. But you did your part. That's your part. Put it in prayer. So my brother, if you are a deacon, please, you got to be a little more, you know, deeper with you. You know what I mean? I think you put a Bible verse up there. I'm going to read that later. But come on now, my brother. It's not an emotional shield. We don't need no more separation. We got enough of separation now in this world. There's too many of us going through too much problems right now to be talking about emotional shield. I'm not shielding nobody other than these masks on my face. But I'm tired of wearing these masks, but I have to do what I got to do. Do what I need to do. Do what I'm supposed to do. In order for me to live a healthy life, I have to put these masks on my face. Protect the people that I care for. All you killers out there, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for the killers. You're not hurting. You're not hurting. Always remember, you kill somebody, you're not hurting the person. You're hurting the people that they left behind. And I don't mean to do that like, oh, well, shit. By the matter of fact, I'll take his brother there and make him feel, no, no, no. Well, what I'm saying to you is this. Think about your things that you do before you do it. Just think about it. That's all. Nobody wants to preach. So you keep it simple. Shout out to Tiller. Tiller the Natural. Shout out to Abby Jackson. Shout out to Sea Boogie Productions. What's going on, man? Shout out to me. I'm chill, man. Got a little mic. Thank God. You know what I mean? Thank you for the subscribers. I got this equipment. You know what I mean? This is you. You guys did this. I didn't buy it. God put y'all in my lives. Y'all y'all donated to the society. and I use this. and This is why I'm able to talk with this great production. The software, all of you, my computer, all y'all bought this. Every piece of item that I have here, you guys did. You didn't know that? I just went to the store and picked it up, but y'all bought it. This software that I'm using right now, this came from my, this is a gift from my subscribers. Y'all didn't know that? Oh yeah, I didn't buy this. Not with my money. Subscribers donated and this is what happens. It's a donation. Salute to everybody. Salute to Andy Morris, man. Salute to everybody, man. Much love to y'all, man. I love you all. Listen, show love. We're at the bottom of the barrel now. Enough is enough. What are we going to do? Keep scraping it? We're at, the, we're at the last hot dog in the water, man. The last hot dog. That's not enough. Think of think of the pan that you got rice in and you're taking the last bit. I mean, what else is left? Goddamn. Let's clean the damn pot, man, and put some new shit up in there, man. Enough is enough. Much love to all of y'all, man. Y'all have a good night. Again, put it in prayer, man. Get on your knees and say, just try it. Try it. Try it. Get, get on your knees and talk to God. 
Don't talk to your kids. Don't talk to your wife. Talk to him. Put your burdens on him. Give God your... Because you can't give your burdens to another man. Yo, nigga, I'm, I'm going to give you all my burdens. Whoa, whoa I don't want that. I, don't want, I, I can't do nothing with that. I'm a man. I'm a human being. We can, there's no human that can do nothing about your burdens. Only God. I've seen people in the hospital. Before I go to tell you this, I've seen people in the hospital where doctors didn't even know what they have to do. And the doctor said, I've seen people sitting when the doctor said, we'll put them in a hospice. This person's in a hospice right now. And then, he, and then I asked the doctor, I said, what happened when they, can they reverse from that? Of course they can reverse from it. Anything is possible. You know what that means, right? You know what that means, right? If a doctor tells you anything is possible, that means it's beyond his control. That's God, man. The doctor's just an assistant. Can't, you know what I mean? Yeah, he can bring you back to life in regards to guiding the situation, but he's not in control. He can do everything he got to do and everything he need to do. You're going to lose, you're going to lose. Shout to Kairos. Remember the thought, I hate pants and flip-flops. I'm not an advocate for flip-flops or man or either. You know what it is, man? It's funny, man. It's 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 the, the, the flip flopping is one behavior that people got to understand when it comes to a man. Now we're gonna leave this a different. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna break it down in two different ways. Number one, I hate a flip flopper. Period. Because <laughs> I flip flop, but I hate more because I hate what I do. It right. But one thing I don't like, I don't like seeing no fucking dude. And no pants and no damn flip-flops. Okay. You wear shoes. You wear sneakers. You could even wear fucking uh, sandals with socks. But little thong slipper flip-flops. And you're walking around in pants. You know what? You, you, you got you to gotta realize that there's a, a barrier of let them do what they do. And you do what you're supposed to do. I'm going to leave it there. Let them do what they do. But you do what you're supposed to do. A lot of people that made one over a lot of people's heads, but I had to protect some of my subscribers and followers because they may say, Nate, I wear my little slippers with my pants and my... T I'm like, I ain't talking about your ass, nigga, shit. Stop taking shit so personal. <laughs> Save your flip flops for vacation, man. So save it for walking around the house in your fucking clothes and uh, I mean your little uh, you know house clothes. You know you know you got your shorts or whatever. Yeah, switch that up. That shit don't look good. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, walking in that suspect. <laughs> I'm not even comfortable wearing. You know, I, I, that's the same thing. Well, I'm funny because it's wintertime. I'm not comfortable. My guard's great because not everybody could afford to do that, but. I don't like seeing sneakers when it's snow. I, I feel their boots. Like people, I don't want my Timberlands to get messed up. I'm like, fresh Timberlands will stay fresh even if it snows because they're, they're still fresh. You know what I mean? The sole's still good. It's for the snow. It's for the cold. Like, what's the point of me wearing Jordans in the fucking snow, man? That shit is crazy. I don't like seeing it. 
But we're going to get on that. We're going to, you know what I'm saying? We're going to understand, let these men know. I'm like, listen, there's some consulting that we got to talk about when it comes to, listen, but it's certain shit you just don't do. They may do that. But for you, I wouldn't suggest that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got to think about that. I mean, like, I like I like slides, but I'm saying you coming through with some thong slippers, and this is the, this is where I get offended. I'm gonna keep it running. I listen. I, I got I got some of my little gay uh subscribers. I don't want to offend you, but one thing I don't like, man, I'm a feet man. Like I like seeing female feet. And you know, if I get on the elevator with some motherfucker, thought I want to see his big old nasty ass feet and some thong slippers <laughs> with your jeans on. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is just not a good. I don't get. I get my man. I get my feet manicured. Listen to me. All right. Nobody wants to see that. Okay. Let's just keep this very generic and um, just understand it. Is your sister wearing them? Because I think those look real cute on her. That's real sexy. I love little nice little paint on Nate. So you said, oh, no, I'm just saying, you know, she got the little red nail polish. She got her shit just freshly done. She came from the salon. She got the little cotton balls in between her feet. That's some sexy shit. You know, I, I don't think I have a sexy foot. You know, and I got a size 13 and a half. It just it's not a sexy thing. So I don't want to see my foot on any man's foot. <laughs> oh man. So shout out to everybody here, man. Yeah, okay, let me let me tell you the deal with slides. Okay, let me understand now. Shout out to Kel Harris. Let me explain to you about slides. Okay. Slides, this is the deal with slides. If you wearing slides, and you happen to come home and you got pants on, you're wearing slides in a crib. It's different. They're not thong. They're not thong slippers or flip flops. They're very, very sexy. You understand? Men feet don't look good in flip flop versus a woman's foot in the flip flop. Feel me? When it comes to slides, I think not to be offensive, you should always wear socks as a man. Personally. Um, but again, you know what I mean? It's the same thing in the summertime. You know, you have your little slides on, you got your socks and gym shorts. That's cool. But you know, now when you get to a coin, when you are comfortable and you know, you got your feet out, just remember this, this, you're kind of borderline there. They are, they are slides. So they're not as bad. But just be, you know, be beware. If you're going to be a dude where you could probably rock some slides with no socks, then you got to make sure you got a good looking foot. You know what I mean? Your shit can't be looking crazy, all white and chalky to fuck up, middle toe over the big toe. Like, you know. Shout out to Reverend Deacon. Oh, yeah, I know I could get him on there for free, but I'm watching it now, something on cable now. Shout out to you. Shout out to Patrick Holly, man. Yeah, so slides um, with no socks is is it's kind of like a borderline situation because some niggas could just like you shouldn't have did that, and some niggas like a nigga go put some socks on. Some dudes are like ah, he could he could get away with that. You know what I'm saying? Depends. You going to the beach, local beach around away, and you got your nice Nike slides on, or wherever your slide Chanel, and you got you. You know what I'm saying? You're a little fashionable. You could probably you could get away with it. But if you're going to come through with bunions and 
middle toes is longer than the whole foot sticking out because you wear size 12, but the fucking slippers are size 11. You know what I mean? That's it's just a little too crazy. Well, shout out to Michelle. Yo, Michelle, I'm about to get out right now, man. I'm about to get this food up. Oh, oh, shout out to Kel Harris. <laughs> shout out to my guy, man. Kel Harris was on there last night, ladies and gentlemen, and we had an amazing time. Um, Michelle was there too, but you know what? Michelle tapped out, but Michelle, you know, she was having a good time, but you know what? She still represented because her teammate backed her up, and that's what it's about. It's about that unity. You know what I'm saying? Um, Misha, you know, Lisa was doing her thing and shit, doing a little drinky drink thing and all that. Got a little, you know, she did her thing and her homegirl was sober than a mother effer and she came through and scooped it up and that's what it's about. That's called. See, what I liked about what happened last night with the three of them, it was really two. It was the third one that was just you know, doing the ventriloquist shit, but whatever. It was the two ladies on the show, and the black woman that I had on the show was with Kel, so that was the nurse, so it was all good. But anyway, the sisterhood was there, and I and I admire Nancy for that. So shout out to Nancy. I really admired her. She really tried because she was on Misha's phone. The phone died. Misha was conked out. She couldn't get back into her phone with the password. She still left me a voicemail on Instagram like you Nate. Sorry, it wasn't my fault. The phone, you know, I had a great time. So shout out to Misha for having a friend like Nancy. And I mean, that's what people needed to think about. Like friends that know that, yo, I got your back, even though you're on some bullshit, but I got you. Because she ain't trying to diss her. She wasn't like, yo, because I wanted to say, Misha, will you shut the fuck up? You know, but I didn't want to tell Misha that because Misha was a little drunk. So I ain't want her flipping like, fuck you, black mother. You know what I mean? You don't want no Asian woman telling you, you black motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you, Kel. You don't want that shit happening. You know, Asian quote, you're a black motherfucker. You in trouble. So, you know, she was, you know, what I, what I admire about Misha, I'm not going to take all the credit because if it wasn't for Misha, we wouldn't even be doing these Friday night shows. She is the executive producer, technically, because it was her idea. I mean, it was her idea. You know what I mean? She's sticking through it even when she, she gets twisted, but her friend her helped her down. You know, I mean, the other one, she's whatever. She joins in through a little, she could be a little bird in the corner and shit. You know, you know, a little cuckoo bird that come out, hoo-hoo, cuckoo. You know, you know, when he was a kid, cuckoo bird come out the little house and shit, cuckoo. She come out and then hide back in the motherfucker, but she still was involved, whatever. So shout out to her. But end of the day, though, meet, you know, uh, Misha got an extraordinary friend right there. That's not an ordinary friend. That's the type of friend you want. Like, yo, bitch, you know what? You, you drunk right now, but bitch, I got you. You know what I mean? I'm going to drive this car home. I ain't going to talk bad about you. Put your picture on social media, bitch. I'm going to drive this car home. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? Um, tell the that you said, hello, I saw a guy whose picture was taken and he looked like he had socks up to the ankle. Right, let me tell you something. See, it was funny with the whole sock game. Now we're back in the, the old school socks so you could wear socks all the way to your fucking knees. White socks preferably <laughs> with the old school stripes, you know, for the 70s. So we're kind of mixing that retro shit going on. But fellas, if you really want to do any slides, you got to have socks on your feet. That's really the bottom line. Like, I, I, got, I got some decent looking feet for a man, you know what I mean? But even then, I don't want no nigga looking at my foot like, mm, shit's so good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to have a problem with that. So <laughs> it's just kind of a thing with socks where it's just like, yo, you know, let me shut that shit down. 
Well, yeah, it's all good though. Misha, Misha's a trooper, you know what I'm saying? And I, 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 I utterly respect her because she's genuinely a very close person in my life. She is very close because you know what I'm saying? She's transparent. She admits her wrong. She admits her right. She stands by what she believes in and she's a person that I admire. Her kids are involved with me and all the above and she probably showed me something I've never seen that you can still have people in your lives that you know, actually enhance you and bring life to the game. So please believe it. Just going to make sure she don't fucking drink next week. But shout out to Nance, man. Like I said, Nancy held it down. And um, that's a reflection of Misha because that's the type of friend she got. You know what I mean? And even though she had that other fucking whatever, <laughs> I still fuck with Lada. But Lada, you know, Lada still, you know what I mean? She still was there. She still was repping Misha. So Misha, you know what I mean? That's a good support system. We all want that. You know, so just make sure y'all follow her. If y'all want to check out on Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Shoot her a little, you know what I mean? Every now and then hit her with a little bit of, yeah, you know, Nisha, I want to support the movement. Throw a little cash app and show that you appreciate her videos and her staying up late with her children and then risking and getting them prepared every Friday. She's like, Nate, we ready? Where's the link? Where's the link? And I sent her the link and she don't get she don't get on no black shit. Now she may get on some black shit when she started drinking and fucking smoking, but that motherfucker does not get on no black shit when she be on me with them shows. I sent her a link and she popped right up in the chat with that shit quick. So I fucks with her. But we know we the drinking is just rough because she's home. She's home. She's like, I can't, what I'm going to tell her, don't fucking drink in the house. You know? <laughs> but, you know, we, we just always, we want that authenticity from her as well. So that's kind of her character. Hey, you know, I've accepted it. It's cool. It's just like I said, it could have been worse. Imagine Misha didn't have Nancy there last day. We'd have had a wash. I mean, we'd have had a wash because, again, it's their show. It's her shit. You know what I mean? It's my show, but it's her show. You know what I'm saying? She produces that shit. I produce it, but she, she, you know what I mean? She's the executive producer, the person that came up with the fucking idea, man. So, I didn't throw that little credit to her. So, shout out to her, man. But again, everybody, man, you got to tell them, put it in prayer. That's it. Put it in prayer. I, I promise you it'll work. Keep telling them. I'm going to title the next video, put it in prayer. That's all. So let me go eat this food. And um, I'm going to thank God to I got this video done pretty early. Started it late, early, right? Whatever. right? But I said, it's done. And by God's grace, I was able to do it again, man. And um, It's a great feeling, man, when you have a sector of people that you can show like, yo, I understand. We all fucked up now. One way or another, we all twisted. Right? That's why I tell people, all men cheat. They be like, yo, Nate, don't say that. It's true. All men cheat one way or another. You just one way or another, you're doing it. You're doing something that's not, you're not supposed to do in a relationship. You know I mean? Oh, Nate, I just jerk off and think about other chicks. Well, that's fucking cheating. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking cheating. It is. It's cheating. So what I'm saying to you is we all fucked up right now. One way or another. Yeah, you wearing a mask? Well, I ain't wearing no fucking mask. All right, well, did you go to the store yesterday? Yeah, I wore it in the store. Okay, then. Did you want to wear it? No. Well, oh, well. You're fucked up, too. You had to wear it to get in the fucking store. Or you would have somebody else. Oh, I ain't going to listen to nobody. You, you going to listen to somebody when they pull a gun out on your fucking ass and tell you to pull that damn gun, that damn uh, mask in your face? You wearing a mask, you're going through some shit. 
There ain't no one part of this world right now we're going to go to and see that mask. We don't know what the fuck it means. So shout out to you. The third the third real one of the ladies was actually Lada. She actually was part of the show. She's no longer part of the show. At least that's what I thought. She was there last night, damn it. But, you know, she's a black woman. And you know what it is? I just can't throw the black woman on the bus. I can't do that. I just can't. I don't like to throw a black woman under the bus in the presence of an Asian and a Portuguese woman. You know what I mean? I don't have to do that. I wanted to, but I won't do that. You know what I mean? It's unnecessary. She was giving her opinion a lot of talk, and people heard her, and she did. Obviously, they did because they said she was the third wheel, so fuck it. Normally, Kel, she's on the show every week. And, um, you know. And what's so crazy about let me tell you the thing about Lada. This is this is real shit. I'm gonna say this before I go, man. Lada, what the fuck was you doing? Why would you cover your face and put a hoodie on your head and you actually look pretty decent when a camera hits you? Like the look on her face when that camera hit her was like death. Her eyes popped out. I could see through the back of her head. But the crazy thing was, she didn't even look. She's not. She's not a. She's a good-looking woman, to say the least. So when she put on these fucking ice cube shades on and a fucking damn NWA hat, I was like, oh, they're gonna get her. You know what I'm saying. But they didn't. It was cute. It was fun. But you know, at the end of the day, it's just she still was involved because she could have just said, "Man, fuck that nigga Nate," because she didn't like me. Let me tell you how much she fucks with Misha. She didn't like the way I was talking with Misha the week before. Ain't that some shit? I'm like, black woman, y'all be supporting every fucking body, but nobody got your back. Ain't that a bitch? Now, if I was fucking dogging her ass, Misha and fucking damn, Misha and Nancy would have been laughing like a motherfucker. I'm just playing. <laughs> now, nah, they wouldn't have did I'm just playing. But anyway, seriously, like, she she was mad at that. And she's like, oh, you know. And I said, you know, you know, I told her, I said, listen, man, that's sisters for you. You know, you know what I mean? She's like, nah, you know, because, you know, Misha's all about the peace and love. And I'm like, listen, check this out. At the end of the day, you know, I ain't going to never throw a woman under the bus like that. Not for that. It wasn't that necessary. You know what I mean? I ain't had a hit with I didn't want to kid her. I didn't want to give out Kevin Samuels. <laughs> I didn't want to. I was like, yo, listen, she's there. Fuck it. Because I heard her. I was like, oh, shit, she's there. And I almost said, what the fuck are you doing here? Like. But I said, I ain't going to do that. That's wrong. You know what I'm saying? So listen, y'all have a good night, man. It's been real, man. And um, shout out to everybody that joined in on the show. Everybody. Everybody that was involved. Everybody was involved. But you don't donate. Just share, share the video. That's important to me. That's more important than anything. Just share the video. And um, much love to y'all, man. Y'all be safe. And again, it is Sunday, technically. So uh, just rejoice, man. And get on them knees, man. A lot of y'all, when you say get on the knees, y'all be doing bad things. Get on the knees and do something right. Pray to God and say, God, I give you my, I'm going to give you my burdens. Give him your burdens. Give it to him. Just stop fighting everything. You can't do it without him. Just give him your burdens. And anybody coming to you with their stuff, you tell them, listen, pray on it. Because I, I, gave, I gave him my burdens. Oh, you did? Yeah, I gave him my burdens. How long ago? I just did it two weeks ago. How things are going? Well, it's in works. It's in the works. Things will get better. Oh, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that, man. Shout out to Earl Lewis, man. Shout out to 
man, shout to Kel, shout to Lewis, man. I appreciate that, man. I really, really do, man. Um, you know, it's a really, really beautiful feeling, man. When, like I said, you know, I, you know, what you give, you what you get back. You know, you, you do things, things come back to you. It really does. You know what I'm saying? Like every time when I be doing these things with buying equipment and stuff, it's like, oh, what am I worried about? And I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna get it back. You know what I'm saying? The good Lord gave me this. They, 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 you know, of course, he uses angels to give it to me, and they put it in my hand. And I'm like, oh well. And then I come in. I, it always comes back, man. It always gets better. Things get worse, but it will get better. I know. Believe me, I've been there and I'm still standing. So I'm telling you from experience. <laughs> Trust me. I'm still standing. And it was a great, it was a great therapy last night, man. It really was, man. And I want to give that shout out again. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry a uh, lot. I can't give you the on this one because I have to say Nancy, Misha, Nurse, and Kel. They were the ones. I mean, primarily. And uh, that is very much appreciated. Very much appreciated. So, and thank you, Kel, man. What a what a what a what a beautiful beautiful compliment. My man just told me, said, "Let's keep it real, play Amber is the color of your energy." Wow, wow, wow. And this is not scripted, man. I just I'm just talking like I'm I'm on a couch chilling right now. I got a donut sitting by here, but I said I ain't gonna fuck with that donut. I eat this fool because I'm gonna eat me a little donut tonight. I'm gonna treat myself. I need that. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, I don't need it, but I want it. I don't need it, but the good Lord says, hey, you know, every now and then, you know what I'm saying? He knows that some of these needs that we need, we need a little sugar rush every now and then, you know what I mean? So much love to y'all, man. Thank you, Earl. Thank you, Kel, man. Much love to everybody, man. Keep it positive. The way you keep it positive is give people the energy for them to do better. Don't blow them off. Because like I told you, this is not a blow off when you're telling people keep it in prayer. It's the truth. You just can't necessarily tell them how to pray. I just say get on your knees and just give them more. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? But keep it in prayer. You know, prayer makes things better, man. It does. It does. It makes things better. Tell people, oh, well, Nate, Nate, I prayed all night last night. And, you know, this one still passed away. I, I, I didn't say it will stop somebody from passing because you may have just prayed one time. You have to pray every day. Pray till something changes. I don't like when people say stuff like that. Pray till something happens. That's all. I, I, I said pray. Don't come to God because you just need him for the one thing. Don't do that. As long as you pray, even when these situations come to you, you're going to know how to deal with it a lot better than you would if you didn't know how to pray. That's all. Put it in prayer. You don't believe me? Put it in prayer. Y'all have a good night.